I'm going to ask, if you will, to turn with me to Genesis chapter 28. Genesis chapter 28. We are continuing in the series, Not Far from the Kingdom. Not Far from the Kingdom. Genesis chapter 28, and we'll read verses 10 through 22. And if you are physically able, I would ask if you will stand with me in the honor and reverence of the reading of God's holy word this morning. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he came to a certain place and stayed there that night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south, and in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So early in the morning Jacob took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on the top of it. He called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of the city was Luz at first. And then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set up for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give a full tenth to you. All of God's children said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Jacob was a border-jumping fugitive at this time, we read this scripture. He was running from his sins. Though he thought that he was alone that night, in that certain place, as the scripture reveals, separated from his home, He found out that evening that heaven and the God of his fathers was closer to him than he'd seemed. He found that he was not far from the kingdom of God. Not far from God and his blessing. Beloved, this week it has been my sincere hope and prayer that all of our eyes today will be open to that reality that God is not far from us. Let's pray. God of Bethel, by your hand, we know that we are fed and led through this pilgrimage. 
I pray in Jesus' name today before your throne of grace, and I ask, Lord, that you would guide our at times wandering steps through this path of life that can many times be perplexing. I ask, Lord, that you would spread your covering wings around us this day. And as you did on Jacob, rest upon us, over us. Lord, bring us to our Father's house in peace. May you be our glorified, chosen God today and forever our inheritance. In Jesus' name and for his glory, we ask these things. Amen. We often feel that God is far from us at times. And remember, feelings can change, but there are times in our life that we feel far from God, or we feel that God is far from us, as Jacob did at this point in his life. Lonely, afraid, running from our sins. But as Jacob learned, God is always close. That is one of the wonderful attributes of our holy and powerful God, and that is that He is omnipresent. He is everywhere, at all times, in all places. He is spirit, and His spirit goes throughout the universe. There is not a place where God's spirit is not dwelling. There is not a time where His spirit is not close to us. Even in hell, the psalmist teaches us that His Spirit is there, but it is not in benevolence and grace towards those who have rejected Him. The birds, the great flock of birds that you saw this week, God was there. When you shed tears this week in maybe a closed room, by yourself or with someone close to you, God was there in Spirit. When we see that last leaf fall from the tree in our yard, God is there. God has been here this morning already. In spirit, He is among us. This too is a house of God. This is Bethel. Not because we put the name church on our sign. Not because we built a building. But because God is all-powerful and omnipresent. God is here. We are not far from the kingdom today. Jacob experienced that reality as God revealed Himself to Jacob at an ordinary place. We see in the literature today, in God's Word, in the writing of this literature, the Pentateuch that Moses wrote several times about a certain place, that place, When the Bible continues, or any literature, continues to repeat an important theme, we pay attention. That God turned this ordinary place where a fugitive running from his sins was sleeping that night with a stone as his pillow, and God turned it into the house of God. Bethel. A certain place was made into the house of God. God came to Jacob. Jacob was not seeking him. He was not expecting his presence. But God, in his mercy and grace, came to Jacob. This certain place today, again, becomes a house of God. 
Again, not because we put the sign up or not because we turned the lights on, but because God is here among us and we are not far from His presence today. God came to Jacob when Jacob could not come to God. You see, with man it is impossible. It is an impossible task for us in our own efforts to reach heaven. We cannot. We are unable to provide a ladder tall enough and secure enough to reach and support us and usher us into God's kingdom and to enjoy His presence. Because we are separated from the holiness of God. There was once a time when man and Adam and Eve enjoyed the presence of God in the cool of the day in the Garden of Eden. But sin entered in, and the curse of death came upon them and passed past through all mankind. We are born into sin, and our unrighteousness separates us from good fellowship and being in a right relationship with a holy and righteous God. And we cannot come up with a ladder long enough or strong enough to go into His presence. doesn't matter if we think we are a good person or we do good deeds or we've been a faithful husband or a faithful wife for many years and we've helped raise our children well and we've uh, given to charities and maybe even at times to the church. And we think that our ladder just might reach long enough. But it doesn't. No ladder that we can build for ourselves can reach into the heavens. While it is impossible for us to ascend into the heavens, it is not a hard thing for God to connect heaven and earth. He connects the divine with the dust, as He did that evening with Jacob. He connects the sublime with the simple. He connects the eternal with that which is passing away. And not only can He, but He did. You see, God desires for His people of faith to have access to Him. What a marvelous truth that God desires for us to have access into His presence, into the kingdom. It grieved God that fellowship had been broken because of our unholiness. And there had to be a judgment and a separation because He's holy, but He's also full of love. And so He reached down to us as He did Jacob that night. You see, the latter that Jacob saw, or as some might use the Hebrew word as a staircase or even a ramp, is a portrait of Jesus Christ. God became man in Jesus Christ. And the Gospel of John says He dwelt among us. The Word became flesh and we beheld His glory, the Gospel writer accounts. God came to us like He did to Jacob that night and revealed unto Jacob that his blessings are with him. His angels are close, and he gave him a promise. And so God has done that for us through Jesus Christ. God, who always existed, 
became flesh. The Word who preexisted before what we call time and was a part of the creation and holding all things together, left the glories and the splendor of heaven and put on our flesh. And there, as we'll be celebrating in a few weeks, He was born of a young Jewish virgin girl named Mary, conceived of the Holy Spirit. And He walked among us in this dust and in this dirt and in this mud, muck and mire. He got tired like we get tired at times. Sweat came upon His brow like it has ours at times. He got hungry like us. He slept like us. He was tempted as we are. And yet, He resisted temptation and continued to be the holy and blameless and spotless sacrificial Lamb of God. And there, as He was continuing to build that ladder that we might have access to God, He gave up His life for you and for me. And they hung Him on that cross, His blood pouring out, naked, raised before all to see, and to mock Him and to jeer at Him to despise Him. And there, Jesus Christ built that bridge. He assembled that ladder through His self and His work at the cross. There He died and they laid Him in a borrowed tomb, but on the third day, He arose by the power of God. He spent 40 days revealing Himself to many people and then ascended into heaven with this promise. I shall return. Jesus built that bridge. Hebrews in chapter 1 and verses 1 through 3 says, Long ago and at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom also He created the world. He, speaking of Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. And He upholds the universe by the word of His power. After making purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord that Jesus gives us access to the Father. That Jesus is that greater ladder. Jesus, God's only Son, gives us access to God the Father and the kingdom. And He does that as our Savior. There dying upon the cross. But now He also gives Christians access to the kingdom of God. To the throne of grace. That we might come to Him with confidence. Because of His love as our great high priest. He's hearing our prayers today. And He gives us access to the kingdom because He is a returning King and He's coming for His people and He's taking us home to glory. He is God and man in one glorious person. And it is only Jesus Christ that connects us with God and His holiness. It is in Christ, in Christ alone, that we are saved. It is in Christ, in Christ alone, that our prayers go before the throne of God. 
It is in Christ, in Christ alone, that we will dwell in the glories of the new heaven and the new earth one day. Jesus Christ is that ladder. And we must put our faith in Jesus Christ. Our trust in Jesus Christ to enter heaven and to be made new for eternity. To bring any other ladder than Jesus Christ and by grace through faith in Him would be to reject God's plan and to believe that Jesus Christ failed in His work and in His life. What a dishonor that is to Jesus Christ. For anyone to think they can bring another ladder for you to think today that your good works and your righteousness and because you're a good old boy or a good old gal can come any other way than the latter Jesus Christ is to despise Jesus and to reject the work that He did at Calvary. We must come to Jesus, the latter that God provided for our redemption. He bridged that gap. And how do we come to Him? How do we come to Jesus? With a childlike faith. With a childlike faith. Picture a building, and no doubt this scene has been true many times throughout history. A building, a house is on fire, and there's a young girl inside. The flames are continuing to grow, and the smoke is continuing to roll. And a fireman bursts through the doors, and he tracks down that little girl. And he finds her, and he wraps his arms around that little girl. That little girl doesn't ask, are you strong enough? Are you able? Maybe I can try to get out on my own. No, the little girl clings to that strong fireman, and she trusts him. And he removes her from the dangers of the flames. And so it is with faith in Jesus Christ. We come to Him with a childlike faith, clinging to Jesus Christ, trusting that He will bring us out of the dangers of the flames. And hallelujah that He has come to us. Not only do we come with a childlike faith, but we come with empty hands. As the beautiful old hymn says, Nothing in my hands I bring, simply to your cross I cling. You see, you cannot climb a ladder with your hands full, can you? You cannot climb a ladder with your hands full. And we must come to Christ empty-handed, not bringing Him our accomplishments, not bringing Him our trophies, not bringing Him our titles, not bringing Him our good works or any righteousness that we think that we have accumulated or reached in this life. But we come empty-handed as beggars, as peasants, coming, Jesus Christ, fill me, take me, feed me, asking Him to save us from sin, asking Him to save us from the sting of death, and the power of the grave, and asking Him, and Him alone, to rescue us from hell. Trusting Him for access into the kingdom. 
and not in anything else. The true ladder, Jesus Christ today, beloved, is willing and able to give you access to God in His kingdom today. God is near. And this certain place can become a house of God for you. God is near today and the offer is given to each person here to trust the ladder, to trust the staircase, to trust the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that came down to us and gave His life for us. He is able to save even the worst of sinners. You might think, I've sinned too greatly. No! The ladder is able to support you. It is able to rescue you today. You might think I've turned him down too many times. No, the ladder is still here today. And he can save you. He can rescue you from the flames. You are not shut out yet. You have not gone too far yet. There is hope. The ladder remains for now. Cling to it. Cling to him. He desires to save you. You might think you're not worthy. Welcome to the club. None of us are worthy, but Jesus says, the Father so loved the world that He sent His only Son into the world, and whoever will believe in Him will not die in an everlasting devil's hell, but shall have everlasting life. Matthew 1.21 says, He shall save His people from their sins. Mark 2.10, The Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Acts 4.12 states, For there is no other name given under heaven among men, whereby we must be saved. And Hebrews 11 and 28 states that He is able to save to the uttermost. Jesus Christ can save you. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter how many times you've rejected Him, He can save you today. The ladder is still available today. If you would but approach Him by faith and cling to Him, the kingdom is not far from you, beloved. But just as the kingdom is not far Eternity is not far from any of us today. It is more sure that the saints will be resurrected one day than you will rise from your bed tomorrow. It is more of a certainty that bodies will come out of the grave and be made new than it is for any of us to make it to tonight. Eternity is close, but the kingdom of God also is close. God's Spirit is here today in this certain place. But will we know it? The ladder is reaching down for us, and Jesus is extending His arms to you today. It's still available today. Would you take hold of that ladder, of that person of Jesus Christ? And trust His work on the cross 
and in His resurrection, that it and it alone is able to rescue you from the damning flames of hell. Would you cling to Him as a child does the fireman when the house is burning? Would you begin your ascension into the kingdom of God? Would you look to the ladder today? Jesus Christ. There's an old spiritual that was birthed many years ago. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. We are climbing Jacob's ladder, soldiers of the cross. Children, do you want your freedom? Children, do you want your freedom? Children, do you want your freedom, soldiers of the cross? Sinner, do you love my Jesus? Sinner, would you love my Jesus? Sinner, would you love my Jesus? And be a soldier of the cross. The ladder is here today. The kingdom is not far. The ladder is able. It reaches completely from earth to heaven. And it is secure enough to take you to glory one day. And they give you access to the kingdom of God today. Do not reject Jesus Christ again. As we begin to prepare to sing a hymn of invitation, have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. Would you allow God to have his way? His desire is to save you today. Child of God, maybe you've been a Christian a long time. Continue to climb on that ladder and trust it. It has not left and it will not forsake you.